What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Comic Book Lair. I'm Kyle. I'm Ray. And we got a good one for you today. A little change up again, but uh, why don't you tell everybody what's going on? Yeah, we're going to pivot here. We're going to throw a little curveball. We were going to um, dive into uh, Day Tripper with a little two-part series. We're going to put that one on the back burner for another week or so. And uh, we're just going to hang. Hang it out. We're just going to hang it out. <laughs> hang it up to dry. Look, we're just here doing what we do best. And <laughs> what we do best is hang. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in to another hanging. It's going to be a good one. Dude, you're going to be so you're going to be proud of me actually. Even though I had a I wouldn't say a horrible week, but um it was just uh insane with work. Like I worked some long hours this week. Um just super busy at work. I didn't think I was going to get any reading in, but um, I actually got a lot of reading in uh, last night, and um, I had today off Friday, which was super awesome, and by the way, Veterans Day, yeah, happy Veterans Day to everybody. We appreciate y'all, Thank you. and um, yeah, thank you guys, girls, appreciate, appreciate it. it, all the For veterans sure. out there. Yeah, 100%. But, um, yeah, so I had the day off, so I got some more reading in today, which was cool. Got to hang out with my son, and... Um, yeah, I got to hit my local shop, and uh, you know it's always good going to the local shop. And um, so you went today? Me. No, I went Thursday after oh, okay. um, work. So right on. Hey, really quick, I want to ask you a question. I don't know if you've seen this, but have you heard about those Chick Fil A's that are offering people fourteen-hour shifts and they only have to work three days a week? So they're doing like nursing shifts, but for fast food. Dude, nursing shifts I thought was twelve. It's something like that. But I guess, dude, like the the workers are so much happier. They're all thrilled. Uh, I would love to work three days a week. Yeah, bro. I mean, 14 I think hours it's a great is a, idea. That's a long shift. Yeah, but shift. think about like, it. Your day's already over, bro. I mean, even an eight-hour shift at my work, I come home, my day's shot. I might yeah, as well pull yeah. 14 and then get four days off. I would I would be stoked with that because I've worked schedules where I did like uh, four tens and that was even nice with three yeah. days off. But that would be um, that would be apparently pretty cool. people are loving it. My uh, my my in laws were our nurses were nurses they're retired now. But uh, my father in law is such a huge hiker and I'm always jealous because I love to hike but can't ever do it. And he's like, I'm like, how did you do it with kids? And he's like, well, remember I only work three days a week. Yeah, and I'm like, oh man, I wish I could do something like that. That's. I wonder how they like. They doing the have, schedule has to be uh, a nightmare. Seems crazy. Because I mean, what about like, yeah, I, I just, uh, man, whoever does that schedule, props to them. That's got to be uh, tough. But anyway, what do you think about that? You, you would, you liked? I mean, four ten seems pretty good too. I'd do four tens. Yeah, I liked four tens. Um, I was on a long time ago, like one of my first like real jobs. I was on like a rotating 12 hour shift where it was like three on and then two off and then two on and three off. So like some weeks you worked more days and then the other weeks you like only worked a few days and oh. it was pretty cool. But um, those shifts, dude, they're a 14 hour. That's a long one. Oof. Yeah, it's like almost double. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot, but I still think I'd rather power through and have those days off. Yeah. But I wonder if like the first one's just kind of ruined because you gotta sleep in. I mean, you're like that first day off is just a sleep day. That first day is a recovery day. Is That's what, what it I is. mean. Yeah. yeah, dude. You're just recovering from 
Yeah, huh? I don't know. I'll have to see if my local one's doing that. I, uh, I think I know someone that works there. Um, so I'll have to ask. Yeah, I know they're not doing it here because California would not allow something. I don't think we could do that with the uh, hourly pay here because mm. um, yeah. with overtime and stuff. But anyway, just curious. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I talked to um, – so I, I get drivers coming in all the time. Um, and uh, I was talking to an Amazon driver the other day because I don't know – like. <laughs> Usually, like with FedEx, <laughs> at what? first I'm like, wait, so NASCAR drivers are coming in Formula One? Like, what are you talking no. about? No, no. So I, I see UPS, FedEx, all the different freight companies and and delivery companies. So I always chat them up all the time when they come in. But with Amazon, I never usually get the same driver. It's always random drivers, you know. Like yeah. with FedEx and UPS, the same dudes on the same route. I give my UPS guy a Christmas card. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I build relationships with them. But um, finally, I've started getting the same Amazon driver. So I was chatting him up, and uh, he's like, yeah, this is going to be my route. And uh, uh, he does 410s, and this is why this popped in my head talking about schedules. But anyways, this is totally different than schedules. He was driving one of the new electric cars, the new electric vans oh, that they have. Oh, you were have. telling me about this. And he was like, do you want a tour? And I was like, heck yeah, I want a tour. And it's from, uh, I think, Rivian is the company. Huh. And it's the raddest van ever. Like we have like a couple sprinter vans that we use and I thought I love them and but this van is is rad. Like literally like has two huge screens that he can look at to tell him his deliveries. And when he gets within a certain radius of his drop off and he like parks hit, all his doors will open up like automatically and then it'll tell him where his package is in the back. Takes it out, scans it. And then it, his next one automatically shows up of where he has to drive. His doors will shut back up. And um, so his screen up front, like automatically routes to where his next drop off oh, yeah. is. Oh, dude. It oh, was so, man, that's rad. Dude. And talk about like I see the I see the guys that work for like UPS and FedEx roll in and their vans and trucks are like they're like on their last leg bro dude, those ups <laughs> dudes don't even have ac no dude. they got these little fans that are like oh, you can hear them vibrating like they're about to break and you're just like dude like i hand out water those to those guys like me crazy. too every time yeah and the amazon guy's showing up and he looks like fresh as could be he's got you know, a fridge his, in the back <laughs> he's got his brand new rivian and i'm just like bro that is nice dang um, uh, it, i've it, never it had a bad. i've never had a ups or fedex guy decline my water offer they've taken it every time dude and like every time a ups or fedex guy come they're like you could tell they've been hustling and the amazon guy shows up in this rivian and he's just like i got time to show you a tour of my car man (laughs) like fedex and ups they never have extra time dude dude really quick uh i'm such a weirdo i like to offer people water all the time like if i have somebody come into my house like look at my washing machine or something like hey man you want a water yeah we have, uh, I rent, so my landlord technically has um, gardeners, and uh, I walk out there with some sparkling water, and I'm like, hey, guys, you want some water? And they're looking at me and looking at each other like I'm some weirdo. Do we take this water? <laughs> anyway. What's he done to it? Like, I don't know. Maybe That's I got to cool. learn my role. No, I do the same thing, but um, yeah, it was, it was a cool van. Um, let me know if you get one rolling up to your work. See if you can we get don't- a tour. Dude, out here, dude, Amazon drives around in rented, like, little tiny uh, yeah, Pegasus or something like that. Uh, I don't Pinsky? see any. No, like, no, they're like ride share, but it's like, um, 
they have fleets of these things and the oh. company's called Pegasus and they're these white little like sprinter vans and yeah literally like Amazon will come to your door and you're like have no idea that it's Amazon cuz it's some dude dressed like me and you right now in a white van and it's like all right it's super weird dude one time so like 2 years ago <clears throat> Um, I think I was working night shift or I was working an early shift. I can't remember because I was up at like 3 a.m. And I'm getting ready and my ring goes off. And my ring is set to like the, the radius is real like um, short. I don't because I didn't want it to go off when a car drives by. Right. You know, I want it to be like someone on my porch or whatever. And I'm like, all right. So it's either an animal. Like I got a dog at my front door or like someone's at my front door. Like why is someone at my front door at 3 a.m.? And so I jump on ring real quick and all I see is this dude in a hoodie and pajama pants standing on my porch. And I was super nervous. I said, oh no, like someone's breaking into the house. It was one of those random contracted drivers dropping off a package at 3.30 in the morning. Dude, give that guy credit though, man. He's out there to make that dough up there. I guess, up dude, early, dude. I was... It, Dude, it made my heart pound though, because I was nervous. I was like, "Who is doing this at three in the you know three thirty yeah, in the morning?" Yeah. But pretty crazy, man. Yeah, dude, that is kind of kind of nuts, man. Uh, how about we get into some comic books though, huh? Yeah, let's dive in. One of the ones I know we both got into was uh, Little Monster Seven, man. I know it seems like a while since six dropped. Um, and so I was a little nervous about Seven, but dude, I thought it was fantastic. Dude, not only has it been a while since Six was out, but I've had Seven, I think I think it came out like two weeks ago, and I finally was able to dive into it. And um, I wish I would have dove into it a long time ago. It was awesome. Left off, or started right where Six left off, um, and it hit the ground running, like yeah. fast pace, you know, because I, I remember issue one and two was kind of like slower, like just building the story, and then it mm-hmm. like kicked off for me. But this one just like hit the ground running, and, you, dude, you learn a ton of stuff about all the characters. Oh. Like there's a – you get a, like some backstory, and um, I loved you it. Learned a, yeah, you learn a lot about the secrets and maybe what is and isn't going on there and – that was wild, dude. That was a huge surprise. Yeah. I also liked how Lemire, like, it was like a flip back and forth of, like, how it how it was and, and how it is now. And, like, you see their relationship because they've been together forever, all these characters. And yeah. it was cool to see them, like, you know, just living together and and, and having that um, connection and that, that relationship. And then, it, you know, you flip a page and it's like how it is and they just hate each other now yeah dude. you know like so wild change the, din- the dynamic between their like both groups here was really cool um i like seeing how like some of the characters like have like these skill sets that they don't know how they how mm-hmm. they got how they developed and they can just like one of them i think billy he just like fix things yeah and he's like dude this is rad that like you can fix stuff but who taught you this and he's like i don't even know like i don't, I don't know how i learned how to fix these or where i got this from but i just know you know yeah so i thought that stuff was pretty cool well the secret at, so the the groups are already torn apart there's a lot of fighting there's kind of fractions now group a group b and uh, but group B, the group that's kind of protecting the human, they're all confronted with a huge secret. So now do you feel like this group's going to be splintered too? like, I mean, that seems like I a wild sort of reveal at the well, end. Well, so you are. Yes, definitely. Um, the reveal was 
crazy. I wasn't expecting that, and I'm not going to spoil it for those since you know who haven't read it since just just this just came out. But you, the group that's chasing them, I don't know. What if this brings them back together? Oh, you know what I mean? Because they're they're but, right on their tails. They, I don't know if they're going to find out where they're going because they don't know um, where, where that layer. Yeah, is. yeah. And uh, well, that's true. That could happen. But then it seems like maybe it brings them all together, but brings them all together against Rami. Yeah. Yeah, because so we'll see, man. There's definitely a lot of weird stuff going on with Rami that we don't know. Yeah, I loved it, man. The artwork's still fantastic. Um, oh yeah, the artwork's great. So right on, dude. Well, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad you were. I'm glad that this really turned around for you. I was a little nervous because it started so slow, but I agree with you that this has just been phenomenal since about issue four, dude. Yeah. Issue one and two, you know, I was, I was still on board with it, but I was kind of like, okay, what's going on here. But once it started getting like three and it started picking up and then four and and then the last two issues, I was like, dude, I I love this story. And, um, this one, same thing, just super stoked on it. But definitely a fun one, dude. One one I want to talk about before we keep going, because um, I know we mentioned it last week. Did you finish um, volume two of uh, Batman: City of Owls? Yeah, so I just got through issue eleven uh, yesterday, so I think that finishes the first two trades, more or less, minus the annuals or anything that's in there, because I've been reading them on the DC app, dude. What'd you think? Because you you were a little ahead of me, and then I powered through it and finished it because I just couldn't stop reading well, it. Well, I'll tell you this. I have no worries about spoiling this one at this point because now we're equally caught up, and anybody who hasn't read it has had ample time. But hashtag spoiler. Dude, when I got to like issue eight or seven where the big reveal is that Bruce has a freaking brother, dude, that's yeah. what I wanted to spoil for you on the last episode. I was like, I got to talk to you about something. Yeah, or, yeah. I was like, you got to read through issue 10. Uh like when you got there, what were you thinking, dude? Like Bruce I, Wayne has a brother? What? Yeah, I didn't see that coming at all. So it was kind of a shocker for me. I was like, what? Yeah. But I, I thought it was cool. I loved it. What do you think about the back matter where it was kind of uh, like these mini stories about uh, Pennyworth? Oh, the whole with Alfred's dad kind of sharing his story? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was rad too because – so before we get to that point – like, this dude is um, like the is main. Is he running for mayor? Yeah. At some so, point? so that's Lincoln March. He he's running for mayor, and um, then you find out he's he's one of the talons, and he's like the the main assassin, and um, it's he says he's Batman's brother, and he gives this big old spiel when they're fighting, and the fight scenes are rad, and um, but you progress later in the story, and Batman's talking to Alfred, and. Batman doesn't think that's his brother. He he thinks maybe like the the Court of Owls like use that as a um as a way to get Lincoln March to like be um their pawn pretty much. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, but then yeah. when when Alfred's dad is telling his story and um Bruce's mom is pregnant and they get in that car accident and they crash on the corner of Lincoln and March, you know, like it. Oh, I didn't even put that together. Yeah. 
So, you know, there could have, because, you know, Bruce is like, oh, yeah, he died for sure. I looked into it. You know, there's no way he, he lived. I didn't see any weird records or anything at the hospital or this, but there was a weird orphan that w my mom would go visit all the time, but she always visited like all the, the charity stuff they, they did. So I don't know, man. It leaves a question in my mind, like, was it seriously his biological brother? Yeah, because even at the very end when he's having a talk with uh, Nightwing, right? And, yeah. uh, you know, the, Bruce kind of leaves it open, even though the story feels like it's put a close to it. Mm -hmm. Because even in Pennyworth's letters, he's like, hey, you know, she lost the baby, blah, blah, blah. So you're like, okay, she lost it. But, you know, there's still a possibility because Nightwing's even saying like, well, maybe, you know, yeah. you never know. And even Bruce is like, we'll know when I get DNA. Like, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to quit investigating this. And so... Yeah, because after the bat, after him and Lincoln fought, they collapsed that building, and then yeah. he couldn't find a body. Yeah, so he's still out there somewhere. But I, I loved it. I thought the the whole story was rad. The art is some of my favorite Batman art. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I just kept thinking about his brother, and I was like, man, it is like I want to think that was his bro. I know. I think. To me, it makes a lot of sense that it is his bro. He looked a lot like him, dude. And I he was did. thinking that yeah. earlier in the run when they were in the same room together. I was like, dang, this guy looks a lot like Bruce Wayne. Yeah, they have a little similar traits for sure. Yeah. So I could see it being uh, a possibility. But I wonder if that how that fits in continuity. Like, I guess, guess we'll find out. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure either, but... Um... Either way, definitely cool. I love uh, that whole issue with um, with Alfred's dad. I thought it was rad, and so that also puts into question like if Alfred would have ever got that letter, he possibly would have never, you know, been there. Mm hmm. But I thought that whole I thought that whole part was really cool. So, is is there a part of you that was a little like? depressed for alfred like man you've inherited the life of a servant because your dad was a servant to the wayne family like all because you didn't get this letter like i don't know man it was a little like depressing for me i'm like man poor alfred dude he's yeah, such a he, cool dude and he could have been free of this life he could have been free servant. of all the stress yeah yeah but Man, Batman would not be who he is without good old Alfred, man. Oh, yeah. No, I agree 100%. I didn't think... Um, like, earlier in the in the first... Uh, in uh, Court of Owls, like, Batman, we thought he was, you know... We thought he was done for. But then during this fight with um, Lincoln or his bro... I th I thought he did pretty good. There wasn't a time where I thought he was gonna like you know you know you know Batman's done. You know I thought he the felt fight... like he was in control of it. Even when he yeah. was kind of on the the receiving end there for a little while, uh, you never felt like Batman didn't have control of the situation. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Thank you. I'll be here all day. Hey man, <laughs> I appreciate your comments. <laughs> um. What else about it, man? What else? But it did was you cool. Like? Um, I wish you would have read it. You should, um, when you get time, try to read it uh, on because I read mine on uh, the comic Comicsology app. It was free download. Oh, you read the trade, yeah, and it had like, um, uh, I think maybe two annuals in it, or maybe one. I don't know. But the one at the end was I thought was pretty cool. Um, 
I won't spoil it for you, but it, I don't know. It was pretty neat. You should read it. I think you already kind of did last time we talked. You might as well spoil it now. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the with the girl and her brother that live in like uh, in Gotham. They live in like the a bad part of Gotham, and she like works. Um, she like works on some electrical lines or something underneath the city. <sighs> See, I don't think I read that. Yeah, you should check it out. It was pretty neat. Like, um, basically, her and her brother live in the slums, and it's a part where Bruce is supposed to like build this like new um, building, and they live in that building. And um, so you think they would be stoked, but they're kind of just like, whatever, you know. I'll when it, I'm not gonna believe it until it happens, kind of thing, you know. Like, no one cares about this area. But then they get saved by Batman, and then they're like all stoked on Batman. Like they want to help Batman. And, um, so I don't know. It, it was pretty cool. You get mo- some more interaction with Alfred and, uh, this girl, which I thought was cool. And, um, if you were saved by Batman, what would your reaction be? Would it be, I want to become Batman now? Cause how cool <laughs> is that? <laughs> would it be, Oh my gosh, I'm scared of Batman. Or would it be, Let's help Batman. Like, I want to create a, a thing where I can be part, partnering up with, with Batman. It would probably be the first one. It would make me want to, like, you know, it would make me want to be Batman. You want to be a vigilante now? Yep. You see, yeah, 100%. I'd be like, I could do this. I'd be like the guys, like, dressing up, like the the the, the overweight <laughs> Batman running around in some cheap old suit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just getting beat up. It would probably last one night and then I would throw in the towel. <laughs> <laughs> Overweight Batman in a cheap suit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> it wouldn't last that long, dude. I wouldn't have cool gadgets or nothing. <laughs> You'd be out there with a baseball, like a little league baseball bat or something. Like a taser. Oh my gosh, dude! But uh, it was cool, man. I'm gonna continue this, and um, the art, the this Batman art is some of my favorite. I love it. Are you still laughing about my overweight Batman comment? <laughs> the, person, the visual of it is just killing me inside. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing you dressed up like Batman, but you're like really on a mission to go help somebody, <laughs> and you're just sprinting. Thinking it to yourself, you're going to make a dude. difference. Hey, you guys, you heard my 10K time. It wouldn't be much sprinting. That's funny, dude. Yeah. Did you get into anything else this week, man, that, that you enjoyed? Dude, yeah. One thing I want to chat about real quick, and uh, I think we mentioned his name a few times on the show before just because he does some of my favorite art, and he's local to my area. Um, his Eric turtle Henson. art is some of my favorite turtle dude, art. Dude, so good. So Eric Henson, I was I think I was on his website the other day. Um, hey, didn't I ask you to pick me up one of those Eric Henson uh variants Turtles from Surprise and you didn't do it for me, dude. They have some left still. I didn't do it yet. They still have them left. Uh I, I was looking at them. My son looks at them every time we go in there. Oh, they're rad. Yeah. But um yeah, I think it was on his website just um poking around, seeing what was on there, and I came across um this book called Eden that he did, um, that he wrote and he did the pencils for, I don't think he did the colors. Um, but he drew it and wrote it and it's was, uh, published by a smaller company, Alterna comics. 
Oh, I never heard of them. And yeah, it's actually pretty rad. So they do, um, they print their comics on newspaper. It's like newspaper print. Oh, okay. And um, it's pretty cool, man. It's almost like uh, vintage. It brings back some like nostalgia from like back in the day, how comics used to be printed on. And they're only a buck fifty. They're only a buck fifty? Dude, a buck fifty. So when I went into the shop, the owner was there and I was asking Matt, I was like, dude, um, do you have this uh, trade? Because I wanted to buy the trade. I didn't think I was going to buy the or find the singles, right? And he's like, oh, yeah, we had the trade right here. And I was like, oh, sweet. So I had the trade in hand and he's like, oh, also, if you want, we have the singles right over here. And I was like, dude, because I love all the different art, you know, on the cover. I was like, I want to get the singles, I think. And, um, so I looked through them and I had both in hand and I I didn't know what I was going to do, but I was like, you know what? I love getting the singles. I love the different art on the cover. So I'm doing that. And, um, but it's pretty neat, dude. It just kind of brings back like, um, old school comics, vintage, like I said. So it's pretty neat. Uh, the story was cool. It's like this sci-fi, um, adventure story, uh, based in the future. I think it's like 21... What is it 2147 or 2114 or something like that and um earth is basically um being invaded by some alien race and so what's left of the survivors are like driven underground and this uh woman she is a, a general um naraya She's like their last hope, like their la- their best warrior. And so once they get driven under the ground, they have the, like this last mission to to go to this um, planet called Eden, where um, it's like um, it's like a refugee planet, I guess they call it. And so she's like, "Hey, we got to go there." And as she goes there, her uh, ship crashes. She's with her son, and when she wakes up, her her ship's like in this ball of fire. She's pulled from the wreckage and. She thinks her son, everybody tells her, oh, your son's dead. But she deep down doesn't believe that, you know, never seen his body. And um, so now she's on this mission to find her son. And um, so she's dealing with, you know, that. And um, on this alien planet, she doesn't know very well. And she's um, teams up with these other two um, characters, one human and then one alien guy. Um, that's really rad. And um, they go on this mission and it's just pretty cool. The stuff they have to go through. You find out a lot about her. Like she has some, she like, you start seeing that she has some type of powers and you don't quite know what she has going on with her until the end. I won't spoil it just in case you want to read it. Um, But there's a pretty cool twist towards the end. It's only four issues. So it's pretty quick read. And then uh, has some like parts that I was busting up at. Like there's this one dude. There's this one scene where like they're running somewhere to I think they're running to um, get out of wherever they're at. And uh, this alien dude, he's shirtless, right? he doesn't really have any clothes. And uh, Niara's like, you got to roll up your sleeve or time to roll up your sleeves or something. And he's like, unfortunately, I don't have sleeves. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just like funny one liners like that thrown in there that I was laughing at. Um, But overall, dude, it was rad, man. Um, I enjoyed it. It dude, came what a out, cool find, I think dude. it came out in 2018, so a little bit older, but um, yeah, super rad, man. Check it out if you get a chance. You can still find the trade. I don't know if you can find it on like Amazon or any of those, but I'm maybe Amazon, yeah. But um, yeah, I was stoked to get it. The art's really rad, and like I love his artwork, so it, it was pretty cool, man. Did you buy all their single copies? Is that dude, what they had? Heck yeah, all four. No, of them. I Check mean, it. um all the stock that's oh no they had they had a few left um 
he he started flipping through them and they had like some one, some two, and I didn't think they had all of them. And so I don't know if they have all one through four there, but I know they have um, some of them there. And then they had a few copies of the trade. But check mm-hmm. out the, the cover art. It's just rad, dude. Yeah, dude. This guy's my favorite. He's one of the villains and in, in, uh, he like regenerates his health. And um, dude, he's a beast. Sounds like a fun read, dude. Yeah, it was just a cool adventure story to kind of, you know how we were talking about getting out of October, reading all these scary stories. So this one was really cool to read um, just to kind of get out of that. The cover art's super rad. Dude, that one's rad. Yeah. And it leaves on a, a it ends on a cliffhanger. And it even says, like, I'll show you the very last uh, panel. And it's like the end with a question mark. Oh, come on, Eric. You got to write some more. I know. So there could possibly be more the way, it, uh, the way it ended. So that was pretty neat. Right on. That's cool. But I think that was my favorite find I found in a, in, in a while, you know? So that was pretty, I was pretty stoked. Right on, dude. And then I read Specs from Boom. That one just came out. Uh, I know a lot of people were talking about that one. Uh, it was pretty cool. I didn't know what to expect going into it. Um, but it was pretty neat, man. You got these two uh, like high school kids have been buddies throughout high school, and um, one of the kids, I think his name is um, not Ted, Kenny, Kenny and Ted. I think that's their names. But anyways, his like older brother left behind. You know me, dude. I'm terrible with names, dude. What is it? Also, two of the like. Well, when I hear Kenny. All I can think about is South Park. When I hear Ted, all I think about is Keanu Reeves, Bill, and Ted. So anyway, go ahead. Yeah. No, it is Kenny and Ted, though. Um, But um, one of the characters, his brother, like, left behind this box of comics. So they're, like, reading through them, and they come across this one comic where there's, like, ads for these magic specs, you know, throughout the whole comic. And they're kind of, like, giggling at it the whole time, you know. Well, um, you just kind of get them going through high school, the ups and downs of that. Um, one of them gets bullied. And um, anyways, one night after they're talking about this comic, it's like three in the morning and uh, he gets a knock on his door and he's like, you know, what the heck? Who's knocking on my door at 3 a.m.? And there's a box with these. Was it a dude with a hoodie? And dri- <laughs> it was the Amazon <laughs> driver in a Rivian truck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but he goes to answer it and there's just a box there with these specs, with these magic specs. And they're like, oh, this is silly. You know, it doesn't happen. And so one of the buddies, he plays um, baseball and he's like, I'm going to add, you know, he puts them on and he's like, I wish my fastball was five miles an hour faster, you know? And then they're like, that's stupid. That, you know, the, one of the, the, the other character, he's like, how dumb do you feel? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and so you're just like busting up. You're like, dude, I could, I could see myself doing that. Like, I'd put them on and be like, dude, and you know, make a silly wish or something. I wish my mile was a minute less. <laughs> yeah. And so I thought that was hilarious. And so they're like, well, let's go outside and find out. And then you know, they don't have a, a radar gun to see how fast he's throwing. But his buddy was like, well, it hurt my hand. Like, it might be faster. <laughs> And so they don't know if it works, you know, and then so they, they put it on again and he's like, well, I wish for a hundred bucks. And all of a sudden he has a hundred bucks in his pocket. Mm. And so they're like, dang. And so they start using, and they're, um, the main character is telling the story from um, like way in the future. Like he's a lot older and he's doing like a flashback of oh, okay. how they got he's this. He's telling specs. the story of. Uh, yeah. 
And so they're, uh, he, he starts like narrating. He's like, we found out real quick that, you know, he couldn't do big, crazy wishes. Like, you know, you couldn't wish for world peace or anything like that. It was just like little stuff. Like they, they were at an arcade and they wished for like unlimited lives on the arcade game they were playing. Did it work? Yeah. And so they could play, you know, put in a quarter and play forever because they had unlimited mm. lives on whatever arcade game they were playing. So they just had like little wishes like that. But um, one of them, the, the boys, he gets bullied a ton. And so towards the end of the issue, um, the, this bully meets him and he pulls out a knife. And so one of the friends puts him on and he's just like, I wish you'd leave Kenny alone. But then all of a sudden the bully's gone. Like, so he didn't wish like for him to die or anything. He's just like, I wish you would leave him alone. And then all of a sudden disappeared. The knife drops on the ground. And so then it's just them standing there and it says to be continued. So it's, it was pretty, it was pretty cool. That's kind of nuts. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with this one. The art was pretty neat. Um, yeah, check it out. Right on. Cool, man. Well, you got, I'm proud of you for uh, cramming all that stuff in, man. Dude, I know. I did pretty, that was pretty impressive for me having a, such a crazy week at work, man. I didn't think I was going to read anything. Um, so thanks for being proud of me. (laughs) 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 But what about you? What else did you get into this week? Um, I've been watching a lot of love is blind. Love is blind. Uh, it's been super cool. Is that something you're watching too? Yeah. I never even heard of this. Is it, I know she's into like murder mystery. Is it something weird like that? Or is it like a. Yeah. She listens to these shows. So all I can say is they're not my favorite episodes or TV shows. And, uh, she watches them on her own. (laughs) It's like, uh, it's ridiculous. But anyway. Uh, dude, one of my favorite reads for six issues now, uh, is do a power bomb. And I got to get into number six today, actually. Um, and dude, Daniel Warren Johnson, man, he's just the emotions here, the, the action scenes, the art, like all that's still the same, but, um, just his lettering work, like on these pages, like I love, you know, that those big, uh, yeah, words, that's a rad you know, page. Yeah, imposed in the background, and I mean, I'm just gonna give a hashtag spoiler alert up front here because I want to spoil some things, uh, especially for you because I'm kind of yeah. curious because so, uh, you've been tracking with this story for a yeah. while. So my question is, before we get into this, the the last issue left off with them losing, so they're technically kicked out of the tournament, and the other two guys that were the winners they were fighting to to bring yeah they were fighting to the death to bring someone else back because they each wanted someone else to be um resurrected Mm -hmm. or whatever we or my thought was you know because we're like well how are they going to get back in the tournament what's going to happen did did those two dudes fight each other and both die like because that's what my thought was like something both happened to them to let them come back in the tournament like how did that pan out does it say so it pans out it pans out that way but it's a little different in the fact that it's not as clean uh those two dudes do end up dying but um cobra son kind of inter- is in inter- he's he gets involved in their match a little bit it gets a little dicey the necromancer um, does no no cobra son oh okay gotcha gotcha and so it's just not as clean as they both kill each other 
I mean, it kind of is, but there's, you know, it's just a little bit more messy. And uh, like right here, Cobra-san, he gets in there and he does this crazy move. He like, what is that? Like a, it's a DDT. DDT, yeah, that's what I was about to say. I remember some wrestling terms. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, But the crazy thing is, is that uh, there's no more tournament after this. Like this is still the end. So when they, when those dudes die, the necromancer just kind of more or less gives Cobra Sun and Luna the belt. Cause his thing is like, I have to have a winner. If I don't have a winner, no one's going to watch this again next time. And so it's not like the tournament continues. So it's they're like that, the interim champions or whatever. It's like, they're the default champions because the other two died. Gotcha. Which is crazy. So that part was, uh, more or less how we called it, but I was thinking of it a little differently. Like maybe they'd have to fight more because there's two more issues, you know, is what I was thinking like this. And then the next one, I think. So yeah, there's the one more one. issue. Yeah. You're yeah. yeah. And so, um, so the necromancer, you know, they're, they're stoked. She knows it's, you know, dad now, and there's some heartwarming, um, conversations between Luna and her dad. Uh, that was really, really good. Uh, some flashbacks about dad and about Luna's birth that were good. But anyway, so they're finally getting to the necromancers. I don't know, remember what he calls it, but where he resurrects the dead. Oh, that's pretty neat. And uh, he walks away. They're talking. He comes back and uh, all of a sudden he's walking them away from that place. And Luna's like, isn't that where you do it? And he just pretty much tells him like, you know, I'm a pretty powerful necromancer. Uh, but I was a little bit worried about this and I don't have enough power to raise anybody from the dead. So that was a little bit like, oh, crushing. Cobra so he doesn't have mind. the, yeah, he doesn't have the power to do that. No, dude. And Cobra son's like getting all mad at him. But then the necromancer's like, uh, you know, just cause I can't raise, I'm still really powerful. Yeah. You know, he's, he like gets all huge there. Um, I just don't have enough of my power to raise someone from the dead, but I know somebody who does. And I've arranged it, uh, so let's go meet him. And uh, he's like, you know, thing about this person we're going to go meet is he's he's a huge wrestling fan. He's been watching this whole tournament, and uh, he's like the number one wrestling fan, actually. Uh oh. And who is it? <laughs> is it like an old dead? Is like an old dead wrestler? That's what I was thinking. I kept thinking like, oh, you're going to turn the page, and the reveal is going to be it's freaking, you know, the whole. Who like Randy Savage's, you know, ghost or something. You know what I mean? Dude, I wish it was Randy Savage. I'd be dude. And um, you know, so you turn it and you know, ever it's God. They gotta wrestle God? They're gonna wrestle God. God's just like Sun and Steel, I've watched your the entirety of your Death Life tournament, and you are most impressive. Uh here, here we are, both of you versus the one of me for the life of your mother. Um, what a uh, crazy, strange twist. Look, man, I'll be honest. I love this series so much. It's been so great. I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt here. I'm not crazy about this twist. Yeah, that's a weird one. That's definitely different than what I would have expected this whole whole run. I mean, I get it. Daniel Warren Johnson wants to go big. He wants to make it crazy. He wants it to be over the top. This just feels a little too silly. Where the like, you know, when you read it and you got to the Necromancer, you felt like, oh, this is silly. I don't know if I want to keep reading. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and I kept powering through, and it got good. And you and you agree, like yeah, you yeah. Know. This is one series I wish I would have kept kept up with. Yeah, so I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. I just don't necessarily love it, right? Yeah, now. that's a strange. But we'll one. see. You never know, though. It could be rad. I mean, fighting God. Yeah, he's gonna dominate. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it, I wish it was Randy Savage, though, dude. He couldn't beat the Macho Man, dude. He's gonna dominate. <laughs> like how rad would it have been to have been freaking oh, random or the Ultimate Warrior or both of them, Booker T, <laughs> Book T, BT. <laughs> I think BT's still alive. Is he? I don't know. All right, fair enough. But well, uh, so I still really loved it, dude. In the um, the stuff between Cobra, Cobra Sun and Luna was fantastic. The flashback scenes were great. The action scenes are over the top, phenomenal. The art's great. And uh, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt, like I said, three times now. So yeah, yeah. I'm still super stoked to finish it off. And I tell you this, 100%, no matter how it ends, I'm buying an oversized of yeah, this. Yeah, the art is freaking rad, dude. Like, imagine that, like, splash page you showed me just, like, a, in a poster would be rad. Oh, my gosh. Hanging on my wall. Dude, so uh, in here, it's funny that you bring this up right now because there's a flashback uh, to uh, Luna's room when she, when mom dies. And, like, it's just all decked out in all these wrestling posters. And uh, over here, she's got, like, her tower, like a little case filled with like action figures of wrestlers. That's right. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I just want to, I want an office where I can do all the comic book layer podcasting. It's just head to toe comic book stuff. Like, man, it's making me jealous looking at this. Yeah. I hear you. But, uh, yeah. I also got into chicken devils. Dude, I still need to read chicken devil. The first trade. I'm you do. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, this was freaking phenomenal, dude. Does it just pick up right where it left off and is it still killing it or what? Yeah. I mean, and it and it went in a direction I wasn't necessarily expecting it to. I'm not going to say anything about it because I really want you to read this one. The interesting thing here is, though, I'm pretty sure it's a different artist. Wasn't Hayden Sherman doing the first arc of this? Um, I can't remember. I thought it was. Maybe I'm wrong, but the art felt a little different, and it was kind of throwing my me, <laughs> throwing me off my game a little bit for a little while. But all the the paneling, the lettering is all fantastic still, um, and the artwork's great. Don't get me wrong; it just felt a little different. And maybe I'm wrong about the artist change, but it felt like it. Yeah. So uh, Hayden Sherman did do um, the art in Chicken Devil. Okay. So and this one's got. Mattia Monaco yeah. is doing it now. And it's great, dude. I mean, it's really, really good. It's just a little different. It's like similar enough but different enough to kind of like throw me off every once in a while. Uh, still really liked it, though. Uh, no knock on the art. It was just different. And, um, dude, the, the writing's so good. There's just these really hilarious bits. Mitch is still nuts, dude. Just on a mission. Well, like... Uh, he's just vig- he's you when he when you met Batman, <laughs> like he's just vigilante, <laughs> dude. I love and it, dude. He's uh, he, I mean, he's taking it to a whole other level. But uh, um, so a wild end, a wild ending, dude. Uh, wild ending, and uh, seems like it's gonna just 
get even wilder, man. I loved it. Uh, one of my favorite reads continuing to be uh, one of my favorites. So definitely tech. I really want you to, to read the first volume. Yeah. I'll put it on my list to pick up soon. I think my local shop has it. Um, I'm sure I'll be able to find it relatively easy. Solid dude. The artwork's great. Uh, I know every time you guys talk about it, it's one I've always wanted to read and I don't know why I haven't bought it, but I'll, I'll get it. Yeah. It's wild, dude. I think you'd really appreciate it. I got to read, uh, the new Deadpool run, Deadpool one. Yeah, I almost picked that up yesterday. Really? Let me know how it is. Yeah, they had a bunch of rad variant covers at my shop, and I was looking through them, and um, they looked cool. Not going to lie, man. I actually thought it was good. Yeah? Like, for what it is, I thought it was fun. It was enjoyable. Deadpool had his good bits. Uh, It wasn't over the top like the last run. Uh, I think Kelly Thompson did it. could be wrong. But the jokes are just kind of over the top, felt forced. Here, um, I can't remember. It's Wong, but I can't remember their first name. Um, but super funny. And uh, Deadpool uh, gets a little Carnage symbiote putting him. Mm. Because I can't remember the name of the, of the person. I, but she's trying to, to create like the perfect symbiote. And she thinks that if she puts it into Deadpool to like grow up, cause Deadpool has all this regenerative ability. Yeah. Yeah. That there'll be like an unbreakable carnage. And uh, dude, I have to show you, I have to open it up. Give me a second. This panel at the end with the, with like this Deadpool, uh, symbiote thing here at the end is nuts. Oh, that is pretty rad. Who does the art? The artist is so Alyssa Wong is the writer. Martin, oh, uh, come on, Cocolo is the artist. Yeah, I know that can't be right, but C O C C O L O, Cocolo. Yeah, that's what yeah. I would do. But it's got. It's just got. I think it's got the right tone for the kind of like modern Deadpool. I think I still prefer the older Deadpool stuff, but you know, for what they're doing with Deadpool these days, I thought that this hit the right note and it was good. And there's, they're telling a real story here. So, um, I liked it. Nice. Yeah. I might pick it up then. Cause I was looking at it real dude. Some of the, just the cover art was freaking rad. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. Nice. Well, I'm glad you liked it because I know you're a big Deadpool guy, and um, I might pick it it's up. Just, now. It's just funny because when you read it, uh, you can tell that the current current day writers of Deadpool have Ryan Reynolds' voice in their head when they write because his that just feels like Ryan Reynolds now. Like, dude. <laughs> I just feel like Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds are tied together forever now. Yeah. Like even in the comic books, they're not going to be able to get away from that because his joke delivery and maybe it's me. Maybe it's so strong for me that when I read it, I'm reading it as if it were. As I, it was it, coming out of Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. But it just seems like very influenced by that now. And, you know, I like it. I love those movies. So I'm here for it. I just hope that they can build a big story for Deadpool. Like he just gets these short little like silly little one-offs and uh, yeah that's what i was gonna ask is it a do you know how big the run is is it um as far as i know a series or a certain number of issues or as far as i know it's ongoing but with deadpool a lot of times he gets uh 
the short shift, you know, like, okay, we're going to kill it at 12 because, you know, no one's buying it anymore. Yeah. Clearly the story's not going anywhere, but it was good, man. I got to read uh, Kaya 2. And I'll tell you, dude, the artwork, Wes Craig, dude's a phenomenal artist, man. It's, uh, you know, he's got his own flair, his own style. But it's a very, uh, very art forward book. I mean, look at this cool. uh, But that spread of the like, I'll kind of scroll here down for you. Is does this is this kind of reminding you like of because um, remember after we, we read Twig and then um, is it like in a just a cool adventure story kind of like that is, yeah hundred percent for that yeah yeah uh, it's not as fun as Twig a little more serious element a to little it. bit more serious so far. Um, it doesn't, it's not capturing that funness that I really like about some of these adventure stories, you know, um, it's very kind of like post-apocalyptic adventure story and there's not a lot of fun being had. Uh, and there's these like lizard creatures and they have all these like politics and, and I don't mean that necessarily like politics, politics, but they have a whole way of structuring the way they Politics. I don't know. Yeah, just I don't their... mean it in a negative way. Right, right. right. I no, I know what you meant. And so my my one kind of small critique here is that like, and it's not really a critique. It's it's issue two. I just wish I knew more. I kind of feel a little lost, mm. you know, like, okay, there's these lizard, lizard dudes, like Kaya sort of likes one of them. That other dude sort of likes her. They know each other from the past. You know, Jin, Kaya's little brother is like a prince. And you're just like, it just feels like you have like these threads and you're hanging on to them really tight as you're going through some like gnarly stuff that seems to be happening, like floods and they're, they don't have food. And so they're trying to take out this boar. And, um, I don't know. I just feel a little lost, I guess. And I want to be a little bit more grounded in the world and something needs to happen for me to, to To bring it like all together. Yeah, to bring it home. Bring it yeah. on home. Bring it on down. Bring it on down. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we went on the prices, right? Come on down. <laughs> yeah, dude. I tried so hard to do those interview questions in a way that they'd pick me, and I still didn't get picked. I was terrible at those interview questions. I am I knew I wasn't getting picked. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, that wasn't it. I knew I wasn't getting... They probably didn't even want me in the audience. <laughs> Get this guy out. Uh, I will say, uh, it ends on a note where they finally seem like there's some evidence of the big monster they're trying to find. It looks like it's taking out all these cows. And maybe yeah. it's some sort of like vampire thing. Dude, the art does look really, really cool. I really like it, man. So... Uh, definitely keeping up with it. Not a question in my mind. I just hope something kind of happens here to, to like you said, to kind of just solidify the the yeah. story. Yeah, nice. I got to read. Actually, you want me to do like a quick speed round here, looking at the time? Yeah, let me hear what you got. Let me let me let, do a little speed round. All right, this is gonna be a quick one. Actually, I just got three to mention here. Uh, damn them all, Simon Spurrier, super mm. cool man. I almost was, picked that one up too. Uh, it's, it seems like there's a lot of potential here to be really big story. It's kind of like, um, I've heard other people say this, but like his version of like Joanna Constantine. Mm. Uh, so she's kind of like, um, 
you know, into the like magic in some way. And she can kind of control the spirits of the underworld. It's, it's Constantine, but he's telling it's a big story and it's pretty wild. And, uh, I liked it a lot actually, but it, it was a, it was a slow build. Uh, but it definitely ended in a spot where I was like, all right, I can uh, get into this. Cause you know, I freaking love that stuff. Like I yeah. love that. Uh, I love Constantine. I love that sort of, uh, the marriage of Catholicism and the, the you know, the dark spirits of, you know, hell. And yeah, uh, they're always so fascinating stories to me, like such wild imaginations. Like, have you seen the Keanu Reeves Constantine movie? I have. It's been so long. I vaguely remember it, but I did watch it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I don't even think it's any good, but I love it, man. Um so yeah, I'm in. I'm in for 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 that one. I'm gonna keep up with it. I'll let you know how it goes. It looks like you're thinking about something, and I want to no, know. No, um, I'm thinking about Constantine. And then there was another movie that came out that kind of reminded me of Constantine. Maybe it was Legion. Legion. I think yeah, I, saw I can't that one. remember if that. Do was you remember it. the the movie um, Underworld with Kate Beckinsale? Yep. Solid movies. Solid movies. Loved them. Yeah. Huge I might have to go back and watch Constantine because I know I watched it, but it's been. Keep in mind, I'm a sucker for that kind of that. I'm a sucker for that kind of world. Yeah. So yeah. it might be a terrible movie, but I had a lot of fun with it. <laughs> Just being honest. Got to read Hard Eyes Three, that vault comic that I've been enjoying, and this one's wild. You get a little bit more of a snapshot on. Oh, forget her yeah. name now. We are terrible with names. But it's it's Lupe, I think. No, Lupe was in... Is um, Lupe Coperson and Lupe? No, no it's Coperson and Luna. Lupe was in um, the one with the magpies, bro. Lonesome Hunters? Yeah, Lupe and the old man. Harry, Henry. I don't know. I can't remember the old guy's name. I mean, Lupe could be in this one, too. I don't know. I'm not reading that one. Shoot. Can you play some inter- some some intermission music while I look for it? Do, 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 I, do, no, do, I almost do, did that, yeah. Hold on Some one second. Elevator tunes. Lupe, yeah. Is it? All right. Yeah. Uh, dude, someone's following Lupe with like drones and is living underground and what... Have you ever played that Fallout game on the iPhone where you kind of like build... Dude, I love Fallout. Yeah, I I played that game for a little while, but even the Fallout games on uh, console, that's what exactly what it looks like, (laughs) right? So some dude's living in this underground, and I want to hear more about Fallout for a second. But he's living in this underground bunker that looks like Fallout, and he's following Lupe with like these drones, and he's trying to figure it out and trying to figure out why the monsters keep following her. And uh, man, her story just keeps getting more wild, and I need to figure it out. And uh, he's kind of piecing it together and he he's trying his hardest and he can't figure it out because it doesn't seem like she's planning these attacks. It doesn't feel like she wants the monsters to attack, uh, but she's always there when they happen. Remember? And she, she's not scared of them. Mm-hmm. And so there's these, this is wild um, five panel. It's kind of like CTV video of her that he's looking at. And so uh, in this one, you know, she's just walking after a after a monster attack and she looks bum, dude. And he's like, see, she's not she's not happy about it. But then he throws this thing because he's like, but what always follows this is something like this where she's smirking. Mm. And so you're like, dude, what is up with Lupe? Mm. She's got something mysterious going on. Yeah. And I mean, there's a wild scene here where she shows up to a mom and two kids and. 
What do you think about this huge monster in the background there? Pretty nuts, huh? Yeah, I'd be dipping out. Yeah. So, I've been enjoying it, man. It's wild, dude. Lupe's up. Lupe's, I don't know what's going on. Is she like the queen of the monster somehow or something? Yeah, like, she's got to be up? connected to him somehow, for sure. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. And then uh, to finish off this speed round of the singles I got to read, at least um, in physical fashion. Physical fashion. Physical fashion. All right. <laughs> uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Saturday Morning Adventures number two. And uh, this one was super fun still, dude. The artwork's rad. It's still just like you're turning on a 30-minute episode of TMNT, and you get to escape and have some fun with the brothers. And uh, I'm definitely going to keep going with that, man. It's just a good escape, a good quick read after you drop the kids off at school and sip on a cup of uh, Joe. That's what I'm talking about. Is this... Do they have a number of um, issues they're doing with that, or is it just kind of... I did hear it's limited, so I think it's only going to be like six or seven, which is a bummer, because it's like, dude, just keep them going. Like, it doesn't... I don't know. I don't want to say anything that sounds like I'm being critical, but... Yeah. Uh, keep it that going. Could be, yeah, that could be a fun one. Like, yeah, just like what you said, just a fun... I mean, even do it once a month, you know? Yeah. Like, I, yeah, yeah exactly. that'd, be, that'd be cool. Well, right on, dude. You got a good uh, good amount of books in. I did also just really quick get to finally read Public Domain. Oh, what was that? Five. Five. Bro. I'm glad you finally read it because it was one of my favorites. So stinking good. Did you like so how, stinking uh, what's his name? Muhammad or is that his name? The, the I can't dude? remember. It's something like that for sure. I think it I is. Think I think it's Muhammad. And he, what do you think of their, their um, studio? At so rad, dude! So rad. How rad is that? So cool. Uh, that whole, that whole, uh, what a cool comic book! Yeah, it was. It's just fun what and a, yeah, what a cool comic book. I love how Chip's putting that together, man. It's just wild, and um, I love, I love the kind of um, back and forth at the beginning of of. I don't know if, how much you remember of this issue, but. The back and forth at the beginning, the first two pages, there's kind of like this weird split where it's showing the childhood of the lady who mm-hmm. is now going to write with them. Yep. And then the childhood of the main son of the main son and just how different in like the effects of being a comic book creator, because what's happening and it's weird and it's going to be hard for me to explain it accurately, but like. His creation is bringing this connection in a family somewhere else between her and her father, but it's dry. It's driving him and his son apart. Mm-hmm. Mister Mr. Dallas and his oldest son. Yeah, and yeah. it's wild because it's like you know this this creative outlet, uh, you know, and feeling like you're doing something, but it's driving your family nuts and apart. But yet your creation's bringing doing good things for other people. Mm-hmm. It's just cool. And like, uh, seems really meta. Like, I wonder how much chip thinks about that in himself or, uh, if that's sort of reminiscent to something that's happened in his life, you know, yeah, that yeah. he's thought about, uh, super cool, man. Yeah. I did love that bit with, um, when you see the flashback of her and her dad and, um, but then at the end, it like brings them all together, you know, like yeah, at yeah. the very end. Now he seems like he's on board 
to do it once he sees that his we'll his, see, his hilarious though. brother can you know fix his dad's original drawing. Yeah, <laughs> that part was really funny though when <laughs> when he asks uh, that girl, he's like, "You see this, right?" And she's like, "Yeah, it's terrible. We're doomed. <laughs> We're doomed." Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest, dude. You know the uh, the sing- singular guy or whatever. Yeah, uh, the dude the that is, is dude. going. Yeah, he's back in the office, like trying to hammer out some books, like. That part where the dudes are talking trash on him, like, he's a jerk. I still felt bad for him, man. Like, mm-hmm. that sucked to hear. Like, I mean, because you know, at one point before he, wasn't this he bad. yes, at one point before he got to where he's at now and how big his company's at, he was passionately into it. Yeah. And now he's to the point where he's just like, whatever, you know, but mm-hmm. now he sees the, the, um, the ramifications of what is possibly about to happen to his company. And now that Mr. Dallas got the rights back to write comics, you know? Yeah. But you do feel bad for the guy for sure. Yeah. Loved it, man. So one more dude. Yeah. It was good. I told you, I'm glad you finally got to read it. Yeah, dude. I let it sit there for far too long, but it's all right. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad It, it was, it was good. I can't wait for six. Um, super cool story. Well, right on, man. I'm glad we both had a good week. Uh, we both got some good reading in. I'm, Dude, I'm, I needed uh, it, too. I needed yeah. to just get out of the craziness and hecticness of uh, of my week and just get into some good books. And um, I still have all weekend to, to dive into some more books, so I'm super stoked on it. And um, But yeah, it was much needed for me, man. Heck yeah, dude. Well, what are you looking forward to coming out next week? Dude, next week, um, I think the biggest thing that I have on my radar, there's not a lot for me, to be honest, but I no, think I'm yeah. looking at... Um, and we're probably wrong about at least 85% of these coming yeah, out next listen, week. listen, don't take this to heart if they're not coming out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Batman the One Bad... said! Dude, yeah, don't, don't say... Said. This is what the lair said. It's got to be call, here. <laughs> I call You call your shop... Well, that's not true. The lair said it was <laughs> yeah. coming out this week. But um, Batman, uh, one bad day, Mister Freeze, one shot is coming out, and so Are I've been you a Mister ju- Freeze fan. You know, I'm not a. All I can think about is Arnold, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I did like him. There was there was a I think um, yeah. there was an annual in um, Court of Owls or City of Owls with Mister Freeze, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Some um, compelling stuff about Mr. Yeah. Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Mr. Freeze? Freeze. You can just call him Freeze. Freeze. Yeah. Uh, and his and his, Well, dude, was that the one where you find out that he's technically in love with someone who was he's not dead? Even his, yeah. It's just it was like somebody he was um like a that patient. Was nuts. Yeah, it was a patient, yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. Um but yeah, One Bad Day, Mr. Freeze, issue one. Um I don't know who this one's written by. Oh, it's uh Gary Dugan, I think. Because they're all written by different people, I think, all these one shots. I like Dugan. I might uh, pick that one up. No, yeah. I'm waiting for the the trade of that. But or for um, it to come out on the app. It looks cool, man. So I've I've been enjoying these. The Riddler one was my favorite. Um the two-phase one was okay. The art was really, really cool in that. So this one, um, definitely picking this one up. Uh, they're just fun, man. Cool little one-shots. Um, but that's, I think... Um, oh, True Cult 4 also coming out. I'm still on that one. Um, I know you kind of 
weren't the biggest fan of uh, issue number two. Um, it did get a little weird, but I thought it was still kind of funny. And I think Ross hit it, hit it perfect. Just like big Lebowski, like just funny weirdness. Um, but those two are definitely on, on my radar. And then we can finish up um, Above Snakes. Yeah. I think it's the last issue of Above Snakes come out uh, next week, number five. Um, I'm so super interested to see it, what's I, going yeah, on. Yeah, I hope it brings it home. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hope it ends on a good note because it started on That's a real... the second time this episode we've used the analogy, bring it home. Bring it home. <laughs> you know what's funny, dude, is like we go back through some of our episodes and like, I think last episode we said bro probably a hundred oh times. Oh way and too I, I don't, much. I don't even notice it. So now this episode we'll have something to laugh about. Yeah. But, um, we got yeah, 10,000 Black to? Feathers, uh, number three coming out. Chicken Devils 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's it for the singles. And as far as Collected's coming out, and I think this is probably a wrong release date, but uh, keep your eyes out for this last flight out trade that's dropping soon. It seems like a super cool story about a father and a daughter. Uh, You're in it, then. And I'm in. They have me. Once it finally comes out, you're getting it. You want to bring a story home for me. You get a story about (laughs) a father and a daughter. Yeah. So, and if any of those sound cool to you, make sure you check out Coffee and a Comic uh, for any of those or anything you're looking forward to. He's also got a bunch of back issues over there, too. A cool graphic novel section. Um, Make sure you enter our coupon code at checkout, Comic Book Layer in all caps. Save yourself 15%. Uh, Frank's a rad dude, and I love his shop. That's where I've got my poll set up. So, make sure you check it out. Yeah, what um, what coffee have you been getting lately? I just got a Kenya today. Uh, oh, yeah? I got my shipment in today or yesterday uh, from him, and uh, it was a Kenya roast. But, dude, I got a new coffee maker that does, like, uh, you know, he ripped on me in public. About my- <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> Maybe I deserved it because yep, I'm lazy. Yep, yep. Uh, my Starbucks. And so I was like, all right, fine. And so I went and got a coffee machine that that brews like super slow over ice, and it's actually phenomenal. I actually like it a lot better. So yeah, oh yeah, because you're an ice guy, huh? Yeah, you yeah. have to have your ice coffee all the time. They call me Mister Freeze. Yeah, Freeze. <laughs> and so yeah, it was a Kenya, but I bur- like I had a stash building up, and I burned through them all in like you know a couple of days. But- Dude, I will say I do miss like brewing cups of coffee, but the Nespresso machine that I have that I got for my birthday, it's killing it. Dude, I told my wife was she's like, I'm gonna get a cure. I was like, don't get a cure. I was no. like, if you're gonna get something like that, get an espresso. But she came home with this like ninja, uh, which I'm stoked for because I love it has a nice coffee function. Yeah, so. this thing is rad. So I've been spoiled with that. But um, anyways, let's get back on track here. Yeah, are we uh for next? So the next two weeks, are we doing day tripper? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, potentially because gonna- we've got a. Thanksgiving week that we're trying to schedule around. Yeah, it's going to be a little hectic. You know, the next couple months, we've got a bunch of holidays coming up, traveling. People are going in and out of town. Um, but uh, yeah, we're going to dive into a day tripper next week, at least part one for sure. And uh, it'll be a two part. We're going to get through the whole uh, the whole book. So I'm super stoked to read that one. Yeah, we're well, either going to do a really long episode for you to enjoy for a while, or we're going to break it up into two uh, to be determined. Yeah. So hang around. Check us out. We appreciate you guys. Um, super fun episode today, though. Yeah, man. I'm glad we got to hang in the lair. My stack, dude. I'm sitting over here. I've got, uh, I don't know, 30 issues of the Walking Dead Deluxe I still need to read. I think some more Walking Dead Deluxe comes out next week, actually. I think yeah. it's like 52 or something. 
Jeez. Oh, yeah, there are a lot to keep up with. I might just buy the... You can't. They're not going to release it in collected editions. I know, but you can get the just the black and white one in the... Yeah, in the... yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. true. I can't... I don't know, man. Like, Little Monsters is one of the few black and whites I can do because it's got that nice shading. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But, dude, just real quick in my 2B Red Pile, one of the ones I'm really looking forward to is this issue one by Will Morris called Gospel. Oh, I did see that floating around. You have to tell me how that is next week. So I'm stoked about that. Uh, The end end of arc three of That Texas Blood. Mm. Stoked about that. Uh, 007. Yeah, you got a lot of good reads in that pile. Been sitting there for a little too long. Um, Old Dog 2. And um, what's that one called? That Stuff of Nightmares. Yeah. R.L. Stein. Yeah. Very good, man. Well, um, you got a lot of good stuff to look forward to. Heck yeah, man. Well, how can people keep up with us and, uh, you know, yeah, find definitely out what sub- we got going subscribe on. to our show and um, leave us a review. We'd really appreciate hearing from you. Uh, head over to our Instagram, The Comic Book Glare. That's where we're posting everything we got going on from, from new books we're picking up to um, stuff we're looking forward to. And we got a cool poll list post every week, um, shows all the new stuff coming out. And then you can head over to our Discord and uh, further the conversation over there. We'd love to hear from you over there and talk comics. Yeah, buddy. Anyways, keep reading comics. Cowabunga, nerds. Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast? Our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com. R O S E K A T audio.com.